like we're kind of talking, we're chatting, like people are congratulating us. Uh, and some guy with no teeth and a guitar that's missing a string immediately reminded me of the uncle, like the cowboy uncle from Tom and Jerry, who was just yeah. like, I can't play without a guitar string. Like, <laughs> I was like, What a start. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Almost Cool. I am Martin, and Jordan Hooter is certainly over there. I am certainly over here. <laughs> oh, thank God I missed you, man. I missed you so much. We've been away for almost a gosh darn month, so, mm-hmm. and we're back up on it. Not, and it's for a good reason. We're not just like, you know, we didn't just go to Bora Bora for a few weeks because we want, you know. <laughs> Bora Bora reference down, checked off the list Check. already. <laughs> uh, but we're, I'm, I'm so fucking excited, man. I almost forgot how to do this for a minute. I'm like adjusting my t-shirt like every five seconds because I'm, I'm like, why am I I'm nervous a lot right of collarbone now? right now. You get to see all of my like, all of my pale skin. Oh, yeah, white boy over here, baby. <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be back, man. I've, I've missed you. I've missed this. And For it's, real. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, life has been good, though. I've, like, I'm, and it's not in a, in a way of like hating what's been going on. It's just I've just this is a part of my life where I'm like, oh my god, I I need it. <laughs> so it's good to be fucking back. How are you, man? How you feeling, dude? I am a mix of emotions, but overall, I am over the moon. So I got engaged. Um, I know you've known about it. You've known about this 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 plan for a little while for so long for a hot little minute um <laughs> and it fucking happened tell you if i could happen um but yeah so i asked the love of my life as cheesy as that sounds to her uh to marry me and she said i guess so and we're <laughs> I got nothing to do this weekend. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure. But I'm just like the happiest I've ever been, even throughout all this nonsense that's been going on in other parts of my life. This is the the immovable object of happiness that I can get behind and stand on, and just I'm. I was telling I was telling Allison the other day I was like you know what like thank God for you because I don't know what I would be doing where I would be like how I would be if I didn't have you mm-hmm. in my life and she just looked at me and you know told me she loved me and I was just like oh this is it like <laughs> this, this is it this is it. This is it I'm I'm just I'm happy that she, that's uh, I'm <laughs> I'm happy that feeling's mutual is what I almost said of course it's mutual she said yes. <laughs> I'm just so fucking happy for you too. I uh, oh, man. I know I know I don't have like connections to Allison other than like through you, and there's probably mm-hmm. no way we would communicate. So I was I wasn't nervous about spilling the beans or anything, but uh, like anytime we talked about like oh I'm like I got it I got it planned on this date. Um, we're gonna do this and this. I immediately 
was telling everyone in here in Philly. Like, <laughs> it's like it's happening, it's happening, it's coming around, it's coming around. I was so excited, man. <laughs> but uh Yeah, man. It honestly this this I we really don't have like a set what we're going to talk about topic today. And I'm honestly really grateful for that because it's been a month since we've last recorded and so much has been going on that it's hard to really pinpoint exactly <laughs> what <laughs> issue I want to deal with. <laughs> but like the biggest one ha- was just having to all my plans be destroyed <laughs> Yep, and have to think on the fly and just go with the flow of this whole engagement process. Because like I said, like I told Martin about this, four months ago five months ago that I was like oh yeah things are in the works baby like oh yeah I'm doing, like, i was telling him every step of the way what was happening and we get to like i was originally supposed to have like all of my friends from across the country come down we were gonna party it up i was gonna have her friends from out of state come down we were gonna like have this big dinner at my job we were gonna have you know go out for the weekend have a really great time it was gonna be like one of the it's going to be the best weekend of my life with all the people that I love. And oh, yeah, I was pumped. <laughs> so many little things that I was, I had planned around town. And then the freaking Hurricane Ida rolled through and just said, oh, you're proposing in two weeks? Pop! Just like <laughs> Robert De Niro curb stopping me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we always reference Mike Tyson. It's just like <laughs> coming in like a right hook. <laughs> it just threw me for like a loop because you know this is my like upteenth hurricane you know Oops. that i've gone through like I've gone i hate through that a, for you a, but it's a bit through a few <laughs> yeah but like we see the news we see the news that like hey man like <laughs> they're not talking like that on the news like listen up jordan gonna- listen up jordan <laughs> but they're like, they're like yeah this is looking fierce this is looking ridiculous like Usually, the way I feel about hurricanes is that if it's anything, you know, category two or over when it hits landfall, then I want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And if it's like a category one, that's no problem. You know, it's just going to be really windy, really rainy for the day, and then it'll pass the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, <laughs> it's like two days before it hits, it goes from a category two to a category three. I was like, all right, yeah, we got to get out of here. Um, and then, like, 12 hours later, it was a Category 3 to Category 4 at landfall, which is just unheard of. It's just ridiculous. And it really wasn't going that fast either, which is also very scary because when I was, you know, a sophomore in high school, uh, we had a hurricane, Hurricane Isaac, that rolled through my hometown and did – it really wasn't that strong. It just did not move. <laughs> and It, it just leveled. hit landfall and stayed above stopped. New Orleans? It just stopped moving. It was just funneling all this water – uh, and like half of my hometown got destroyed. Like it, it was insane. And I was, I was like, ah, oh, never again, never again. So we dipped out. We went to her mom's house in Jackson, um, which was, I don't know how great of an idea that was because it was like still on track of the hurricane. <laughs> you just like, but it were... was a place to stay. It was a place to stay. So like, <laughs> yeah, it was safe. It was kind of out of the way. So I'm like having to like grab all these like all the little things because I don't know how my house is gonna be when I get back. Like I put my mm-hmm. drums on my bed, I put my TV on my. Bed. I tried to raise everything that had value to me that I couldn't bring with me, you know, up high. Yeah. And 
our house itself is kind of raised up anyway, so I wasn't insanely worried, but I was still just like, oh, this is important. Put it on, like, the top shelf of something. Oh, this is this, this is that. Like, it needs to go up high. Um, and so I, like, grabbed the ring from its hiding place that it's been sitting in for the last month and a half, two months, and I threw it in my backpack, and, like, we, we hauled it, you know? like. <laughs> Yo, that's that's crazy because like not everybody, like not every kid has the mindset to to what to do to like get through a hurricane. Like I would never have thought maybe I don't know, maybe I would have, but I don't I don't know. Like I've never been in the besides Hurricane Katrina when it came through North Carolina for the mm-hmm. little bit it did. Um but we had it was like it was definitely not as strong as when it hit New right. Orleans. So I would I would have never thought to put or I gotta move my TV up. I gotta get like unplug everything off the floor and like put it up high and stuff. So, like I, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> and I mean, some instances like, so I mean, like the storm rolls through, and unfortunately, you know, my parents' house got destroyed. Um, two oak trees, one in the front yard, one in the backyard, fell, um, and oh, went through shit. the top, and so that house is kind of a goner, you know. Were they, they weren't evacuated? there. Yeah, okay. they left. Ooh. They left. Yeah, they went to Jackson with us. Um, but you know, it sucks that you know my childhood home is now gone. Like, <laughs> absolutely, it's it's no more. Um, and things were looking really rough. Like my parents, I have a big family. <laughs> All right, Martin. Like I have a huge yep. family, and. And I, I swear, I'm still talking about this engagement, but I'm leading up to all these different things. I have just mm-hmm. been like, just. I was so anxious and just on edge for like three straight weeks because of everything that happened that doing this and proposing like you just lifted everything off my shoulders <laughs> like but we get um oh man it's like three days after the storm I talked mm-hmm. to my parents they're like yeah we're gonna head home today I'm like all right cool yeah we're probably gonna head home tomorrow they go and they go check on the house. It's gone. My grandma's house, like, still there, but it has damage and it's in hospital. Like, you can't live there right now. Um, and so, pretty much my family and two other sections of my family, like my a couple of my aunts and uncles, they all get together and go stay with my cousin in his house in Baton Rouge. And, like, there's, like, 25 people just living in this house for, like, a week. That is... Mm-hmm. If you've lived with five Oof. people for a week, it gets annoying. Like, but <laughs> grew up in a family of five. I grew I up at a table of <laughs> grew up at a table of six. Gonna stop this <laughs> server oh, shit. Yeah, you know. Grew it. up in a family of six. Like, I there is no privacy. There is no. Mm-mm. It's just constant people in your grits twenty four seven. Like you can't get them out. Um, and so my family starts fighting, and then I'm not there. Like I'm still in Jackson. So they call me up, and be like. Jordan, this is insane. Like, because I am the great mediator. No, I'm. Don't do that to me. Don't put that. <laughs> don't put that pressure on me. on me. Don't put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. Like, <laughs> don't you put that voodoo on me. But you know, my cousins calling me. My aunts calling me, and they're like, "You need to. You need to talk to them." I call my parents. They start yelling at me. I start yelling at them. I call my other cousin i start yelling at him for putting me in the middle of this crap in the first place i'm like what like it's <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning and like my day is ruined like 
I just fucking woke up. Like, like I just had my cereal. Like, I need to not do this right now. And so, like, <laughs> and so I'm so overwhelmed. I am so overwhelmed that I pretty much just sit in bed all day. Like, Allison's mom, you know, super sweet, super nice. Oh, my God. Like, it was just, like, in my ear about, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, your family's house is destroyed. And, like, oh, yeah, like, it sucks and all this stuff. Like, just bringing it up over and over again. I was, like, I was getting so frustrated and getting so, <laughs> just so like, overwhelmed yeah. that I told Alice, I was, like, we got to go. Like, we got to leave tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't stay another couple of days. I'd rather go get a generator and just stick it out, you know, you and I and the animals in one room. And that's another thing. I had a dog and two cats that I had to haul with me everywhere we went. And I was going to say, you have a family of your own. Like... I have a family of five out here, bro. Like, <laughs> table of five. But, like, and so the cats are feeling overwhelmed because, you know, cats, they hate change. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, screaming in the car for the three and a half hour drive. Like Goose was a perfect angel for the most part. He's just sleeping in the back. Like I have this picture of Allison and Goose sleeping with each other in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Like, like she's on laying on top of his belly and his head's just like perched on her neck. I was like, this uh, is fucking adorable. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so we get home and br- it is so hot in my house. It's like 105 degrees in my house we're there for five hours goose is about to have my dog he's about to have a heat stroke the cats have not moved like since they got out of their crate like they're just chilling on the bed spread out as far as they can because it's so hot to do anything mm-hmm. allison is just like tries to take a nap can't do it because she's so hot like fucking as she is but like tries to like just she can't be comfortable. And then I am trying to find a grocery store that's open, but they all close at five. And I got there 10 minutes too late to go get groceries. Like all this, all these things are just boiling quickly to the top. You know how you boil pasta and you put the lid on and then it just gets really foamy all of yep. a sudden. And I just like, it, it was just a pressure cooker of just of anxiousness and nerves. And yeah, this is a very long-winded story. Like I no, haven't no, been go here for, for a it, month, so I'm going for it. Um, <laughs> but Allison comes up to me, you're like, "Hey, let's go, let's go chill out in the car. Let's go just sit in the air conditioning for a little while." And so we get in the car, which we've been in for the last four hours anyway. You know, Goose <laughs> put him in the back seat. He feels the rush of cool air hit his face, and you can just see the relief, and he just falls asleep because he hasn't been able to fall asleep because he's so freaking hot mm-hmm. you know the cats are just chilling in the front seat with us like we have like just everybody just <laughs> everybody sitting, in the car, right? just sitting in the driveway just trying to catch <laughs> some of this cold air <laughs> and then right it's like it's like 11 o'clock at night and allison she's like all right i'm gonna take a like a cold shower and then i'm gonna try and go to sleep and so i'm sitting there on the couch I'm like, look, love you. Can't sleep with you tonight. Going to be way too hot. You're going to punch me in the mouth or something. And so (laughs) I go sleep on the couch because my room is roasting. Mm -hmm. Um, And like 30 minutes into it, Allison walks out. She's like, we got to go back. Like this is – we couldn't get a generator. Uh, I was supposed to get one for my parents. Um, 
but we weren't able to get it for another like two days. I tried going to Home Depot before we left Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Fucked up thing, dude. They put all of their cheap generators like in storage and were just selling like the $1,100 generators. Oh I was like, what the fuck? And everywhere else was sold out. I was like, this, all right, whatever. Um, and so, like I said, we were home for five hours. And so we packed everything up again and drove back to Jackson at midnight. <laughs> and like, everyone says it's a three hour drive. It's like a three and a half hour drive. And Damn. so, like, <laughs> Allison and the dog are sleeping in the back. The cats, they finally stopped crying because they hate the car so much. Like, we had to cover them up, like, mm-hmm. just make them feel as homey as possible. And I'm sitting there exhausted driving, and I'm like, I can't like I I don't I want her to sleep as much as she can like I get a second win somehow like I heard this really stupid joke on this podcast where this guy he like he died because he like super glued his his pee hole shut (laughs) (laughs) fuck and the host is just like what are you supposed to do like what are you doing like you can't pee you can't just extra poo, and then I, like, lost it. I, like, <laughs> you can't just extra poo. <laughs> it I doesn't work like, that way. Man, we're about to go, about to bump up in ratings at Korea Boy. But, like, it was, like. <laughs> and so, like, we get there. It's 4 a.m., and I am just, like, I can barely move. Like, I grab the cats. I take them inside. Goose is just kind of trailing me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Grab the bags, and then when I hit the bed, I think I had just enough time to close my eyes because that was it. Like, I didn't wake up till like noon the next day. I was so <laughs> exhausted. I was like, "This is insane." <laughs> Fell asleep so we were with there. shoes on. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. I woke up and Allison's like, "I had to take your shoes off last night." I was like, "Thank you for that." Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we stayed there for another like three days, and I, I finally told this is this will wrap up shortly. I'm sorry, but I finally no, told Allison's it. mom that I was planning on proposing. I showed her the ring. She started crying. Like I'm just like, oh man. Allison walks in the room. She's like, what are y'all talking about in here? I was like, your grandma. I'm like I don't know. We're talking about whatever. Um, and. I'm looking at all the the previous plans that I made over that weekend, and I wanted to propose in these in the botanical gardens in the in city park, and it's going to be shut down for a month. I wanted to have you know this big engagement party at my work shut down, like it, airport shut down. All nobody can even come here unless they drove, um, and so I was just I had to cancel the plans with everybody. We get back to the city, like the entire city is just gone like there's no power it was like something absurd like 98 percent of people didn't have power after the first day i can't believe that it's wild it was wild um and so <laughs> i talked to my boss and she was so sweet and so great that there was a third floor apartment above uh, the restaurant that i worked in and they let us and the animals stay there and it was downtown it already had power um, after like the f- second day, I think. And so like we were able to stay actually comfortable for at least two days until our power came back on. 
we get home. We're at home for another like six hours, expecting to go stay in a hotel that night. And then, wouldn't you know it, the the electricians they came, man. They like turned the power on. I was so excited. Goose is running in circles because he feels <laughs> the breeze of the air conditioning hitting his small, cute puppy face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Like we don't have to drop another like three hundred dollars on a hotel room. Like this is yeah. fantastic. Like, oh my god. And so again, I canceled plans with everybody. Um, because I don't know what I'm doing. I find out two days later that my job is no longer going to be open. They're shutting down, um, because they got roof damage and the owner is just like, yeah, I have to sell the place. Like I'm out of here. And so like I was without a job, like I just got another job, which sucks. I hate finding a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the most, one of the most stressful things. In the world. It's so terrible. Um, but Allison, the other, like, last week, two weeks ago, she's like, hey, do you just want to go to Nashville for, like, two days just to check it out? And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And mm-hmm. that was just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Like, this, I don't have to worry about this anymore because this is how I'm going to do it. Like, I immediately text my friend Ben. I'm like, yo, uh, I'm going to be in Nashville tomorrow. Like, what are you doing <laughs> on Tuesday? And he's like, oh, nothing, dude. I'm free all day. I was like, do you mind, like, taking pictures of us? Like, I'm going to propose on Tuesday. He's like, oh, shit. Hell is, yeah. Is this the same guy that when we went to go see the revivalist in Nashville? Oh, no, 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 no. That's my okay. friend Garrett. That's Garrett. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Garrett um, was a character. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, for real. Garrett was dope. Um, but allison is super suspicious because i wake up on tuesday i'm like all right yeah let's be cute today like let's do this let's do that and she's like when the hell do you ever want us to be cute (laughs) (laughs) you haven't held my hand in years (laughs) (laughs) it's a lie Um, so like we go to breakfast um we're running around we go do a little shopping and then i text ben i'm like hey we're gonna i proposed on the pedestrian bridge uh downtown nashville and we're walking up ben's giving me like i'm texting him giving him like the play-by-play of where we are it's like oh we just parked oh we're walking up the stairs now oh are you on the right or the left how far down are you and i see his big tall goofy ass and then you know i try my best not to look at him and get excited because i haven't seen him in like a year Mm -hmm. and then um (laughs) we go we look at we're like the middle of the bridge we look out onto downtown such a scenic view and um i cheesily just say oh my god what's that over there she looks i bend you know i get down on one knee blah blah blah. the rest is history i'm like oh my god like you're the best person in the world and honestly i can't even tell you no i can't even relay what i said because i can't remember it like i had okay okay. (laughs) i had like 10 different things that i wanted to wanted to say to her but Mm -hmm. i I was so cotton mouthed and so nervous. Dude, my legs were shaking the entire way walking <laughs> oh, up these man. stairs, bro. Like, I can't remember a word I said because it was, n- I said nothing that I practiced. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was good enough. And so <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, and like two minutes later, like, we're taking pictures or whatever. I We turn around. I was like, she's like, She's like, did anybody take pictures? I was like, oh, yeah, here's Ben. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, we're supposed to meet him two hours from now. Um, And then, like, we're kind of talking. We're chatting. Like, people are congratulating us. Uh, And some guy with no teeth and a guitar 
that's missing a string immediately reminded me of the uncle, like the cowboy uncle from Tom and Jerry, who was just like, I can't play without a guitar string. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like... Immediately, the first thing I saw, or first thing I thought of when I saw him, he's like, congratulations, guys, let me play y'all a song. And then Ben, his goofy ass says, I want you, can you play them a rock and roll love ballad? And like, he's like, I think I got something that you're looking for, something in that kind of direction. And plays this song. It was like one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It was great. And like, it's just like, you were you, and I was me, and we were us. Like some shit like that, you know, like really sweet in thought. But really sweet in thought. But he's playing this guitar, and he's missing, like, two strings in the middle, and it just doesn't sound that great. But you know what? This man tried, and we slid him $30, and he was just like, I gotta get surgery on my guitar. Like, yeah, you do. Here you go. Um, And then he tells us, he's like, all right, there's two things I want y'all to remember. Uh, First of all, fuck Guns N' Roses. They stole my band logo. And second, you know, most marriages end in about four years, so I hope y'all have a blessed one. And we looked at each other, we're like, four years? That's it? And then we just high-fived, and like, it was great. Uh, (laughs) Words of wisdom. wisdom, Like, how encouraging. I love it. (laughs) It was so nice. Allison's like, I'm trying to have an emotional moment, and this man's telling me I'm going to be divorced in five years. (laughs) Enjoy it while it lasts, that's for sure. Will you be my future ex-wife, please? (laughs) i'm fucking screaming (laughs) that's the hardest i've ever heard you laugh oh my god can you be my future (laughs) oh my god that one got me bro I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be screaming in everybody's oh, no. ear. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. To Welcome go, back, baby. To go to the ear doctor after this, but it's totally okay. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's just the best day of my life. That's all I can really say. This like, far. This far. <laughs> but uh, that just, that rem- every time someone says that, it go back to uh, the Simpsons episode. Yeah, the Simpsons movie, when he's like, it's the worst day of my life. And he's like, this far. It's <laughs> the worst day of your life so far. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's the story. Um, Damn. And, not, and now you guys are back at home. You guys are off the get, street. <laughs> getting back to doing your normal things or yeah. like is it is new orleans opening back up and things and uh we haven't worked in a month like we're just kind of chilling like her job is closed down right now they open up i think next week um i just got a new job like yesterday was my first day um yeah i'm slowly getting back to normal being at home has been really nice like just being able to just hang out with the dog but i just feel so directionless when i have nothing going on yeah like so that's been overwhelming me as well but at the end of the day i always just think about like 
like was it last night or the night before night before um i didn't do anything all day and i was just like bummed i was just depressed and like i go and tell allison who might i add my beautiful fiance is making chocolate chip cookies right now and i'm really excited about it oh could you smell him like through the (laughs) it's like lingering through the house (laughs) i can i can hear the cooking making process (laughs) oh hell yeah but like i was just so down in the dumps the other night and i was like Mm -hmm. i have to go for like i have to go for a drive really quick i need to get out of the house i haven't left and like except to go to the grocery store in like three weeks. Like I need to leave for a little while. She's like, all right, dude, go for it. Like do what you need to do. Um, and like <laughs> I drive uptown and I'm just like, you know what? Like all the shit's going on, but like the, the most important person in my life just said yes to marrying me. Like this is, that's all I need really. Like that's like, she's it. Like that's all I truly, truly want and mm-hmm. I have it, you know, and immediately like lifted my spirits. Like I felt so much better when I walked through the door. She's like, she could already tell. She's like, you're smiling. I was just like, I love you. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> sappy time life movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a Hallmark card. Like. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I was like, good lord, I am gooey. But like, ew, that never. Don't let me say that again. But like. <laughs> I got what you meant. <laughs> Man, that's fucking awesome. That's a uh, I I I can't, I like I I saw this moment coming from so far away because we you know we've talked about it and I think even in a in an old episode I was just like wow big things are coming like I know. <laughs> and I, I'm just trying to sell me out right now. Yeah, I was like I hope Allison doesn't listen to this. I didn't think about it, but <laughs> but she lives with you. She hears you talk all the goddamn time. I don't think she wants to hear you talk. I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> Bruh, one last thing, one last thing because I know I've been talking about this for 28 minutes. That's no, insane. No, go for it, baby. Um, <laughs> so that night after i proposed we go to dinner like dude top three like dinners like meals experiences of my life this place really? in east side of nashville it's called lachlan table if you're ever in nashville go there it is so freaking delicious like we ordered a bottle of champagne like we got this smoked bone marrow <laughs> as an appetizer Whoa, bro. And I was just like, this smells so freaking good. Like we watched some episode of No Reservations with Anthony Bourdain like two weeks prior. And he's like going nuts about the bone marrow that he's eating. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that sounds weird and delicious. Let's try it. Yeah, you got it. 10 do out it. of 10. Like I got the steak. She got the swordfish. Like it was just wah, 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 wah. so good. And then this banana pasta bread pudding. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, dude. It was just like 10 out of 10 experience you got the works dude i was like this is way better than tacos that i wanted to get like yeah everything (laughs) with the kitchen sink like hell yeah for real bro but yeah that was the last thing i don't know why i wanted to just really put that out there but that food was so good because it's like the cherry on top you know you had the ice cream you had the milk you had the whipped cream and now that's just like the cream cream (laughs) but uh, no no, man i uh, 
And so I've been living, like lately I've been living vicariously through all of my friends and family right at the moment. It's not, I, I actually, I'm, I'm pretty okay right now, um, emotionally and mentally. I think uh, I love my job, um, or I should say I really like my job. I'm not in love with it yet, um, but I, I think I have, slow. yeah, I, ha- I think I have your like your dream job because like I've just been traveling so much recently um between jobs and it's wedding season so I've had a cousin I think we talked like I, I was talking about my cousin getting married and I can't go and yeah. then I went to a bachelor party for a good friend of mine who I've known since second grade and he's getting married actually on Friday so I'm about to head out tomorrow on a plane to head out there <laughs> and it's just been like it's it tis the season for all this, but I went to I drove to West Virginia from Philly on Sunday and I had a drilling project on like Monday and Tuesday and then on Tuesday I like I today I I wanted like I knew I was going to travel on Thursday morning to go back to Charlotte, so I was I was I ah, mean I just want to chill on Wednesday. I just kind of want to do right. this. And I woke up and finished like the job duties I needed to do and my I get a I get a call from my boss and he's like, Hey man, I really need some help for this thing and I was like, Oh like and I by just to give you reference, on Sunday it took me like a whole like ten, eleven hours to like pack up, get everything I needed and to get to West Virginia and then I yeah. worked for like thirteen hours on Monday and then on Tuesday, we worked from like 6 a.m. to like 2, 2 p.m. And then mm-hmm. I, after that, I was going to, I was just going to be like, all right, let me stay one more night, just get up really early on Wednesday and head out. But for some reason, I was just like, no, nah, I'm getting up and leaving. Like, I, I just want to leave right now. I don't want to, yeah. I want Wednesday to be chill. Like, give me a day off uh, almost. Cause I, I hit 40 weeks in, or 40 hours in like, three days almost like almost and i was like all right i'm fucking beat i don't want to do this but i just want to be home in my bed tonight so i just packed up my car got everything i needed and just headed out and i got home at like 11 last night and just immediately passed i passed out for like 20 minutes with my shoes on like i didn't unpack i didn't do anything i got home i laid in my bed and i texted my parents and i texted Kirsten that i was home safe and uh i like and then i just like woke up like 20 minutes later and i was like oh shit like i haven't even taken my shoes off like i haven't done anything and i for someone i know you love driving but i fucking hate it so oh i hate driving now like I oh you do oh Oh, thank god like thank god for joining the force like road trips (laughs) i love a good road trip but day-to-day driving i used to love day-to-day driving i agree Day-to-day... This, New Orleans has ruined it. driving for me completely, dude. And Philly has ruined driving for me, too. Because <laughs> driving anywhere in the city, you can't find parking. You can't... You, it, It's just like your car is going to get hit on the side of the road if it is parked. So it's like, yep. I don't even have a car right now. I have rentals for work. So I had to drive home and park it out there. But it was fine. But I... I love road trips. Like, if I have my friends around, we can, like, vibe and we can do a thing. It's fine. And I, I, I don't genuinely... But most of the time, you know, you could break up the driving with friends and things like that. So it's it's not that bad. Right. But um, yeah, I was just by myself. It's a seven hour drive. 
I get like an hour outside of Philly and I'm in traffic. It goes from four lanes to one and I'm just, I'm like, it's like already nine and I'm like supposed to be home at 10 and then I hit this traffic jam and I'm like, oh my God, I'm, st- I, I can't, I, you know what I mean? Like when you're on the highway and if you're creeping along, at least in your head, you're like, oh, like I'm getting somewhere. But I right. was like, my wheels were not moving and I was on the highway for like a good 20 minutes. Like just uh, i mean i even put my car in park and was just like fuck this man and like i had been podcasted out i listened to like five hours straight of podcast i was like i yeah. can't listen to any more talking and i can't even listen to music right now so i was just like sitting in silence for a couple hours in the car just breathing being like okay just calm down man you'll be home and i'm i, I try to practice patience in those moments like that's the one thing i'm like all right be patient, like, you know, let's, you're gonna be home soon, it's fine, so I, finally, traffic starts moving, and, um, I get home, and I, I end up passing out, but I, I went, I don't know, it was just, like, and then I'm leaving tomorrow to go, I was just, I'm traveling so much, I'm moving around so much, it's, it feels like my life is for other people, but I don't hate it, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, that in a, in a, in a bitter way, I actually really enjoy when I'm, my life is taken over by like other people's plans and other people's events and things like, cause I, I just love being involved in those things. I love yeah. being included. Yeah. I kind of just, cause like, you know, my life is exciting, but only in like spurts and things like that. So like, you know, adding other people's elements to it. It's like, all right, mwah, chef's kiss to it. <laughs> love it. I don't mind about, I'm still like, like young and spry and like, I, you know, I can do my thing and got some um, pep. Got some pep and step, and it's good. It's but uh, yeah, it's taking. Uh, it's just exhausting. It's not like mentally exhausting because I am the one thing I can't stand is traveling with people that don't know how to travel. And lately, it's just been it's just been me. Like I've been alone <laughs> doing all these things, so I I only have to worry about myself and like my bags and things like that. So I don't yeah. I don't I don't have the stress of like having another person that I have to kind of involve in everything right. and get along and get moving. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is perfect. I know I traveled a lot, so I know how that kind of works. And, but it's been, it's been good. Like you've been getting, I've known you, you know, you're getting engaged and that's moving along. And then as soon as you told me, you texted me and were like, I'm getting married or I'm getting uh, engaged in Nashville this weekend and, or uh, this week or like whatever, you know, the days yeah. that you were in Nashville. And I was like, like in my head, I literally went fucking finally. Like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like it's been, it's been weeks since I've known about this. I can't wait. Um, yeah, and then real. I saw your pictures and I was so, I'm just so grinning from ear to ear and then my best friend is getting or one of my best friends is getting married this weekend and everyone is just i don't know it's just a happy time to be alive right now um and like you know what am i saying like life is perfect or anything i just love when you have all this different stuff to occupy your time with and you don't really have to think about yourself because i've not been on autopilot but i haven't had the time to think about myself in a like probably this whole month because not to not not to put you on blast or anything but i was just when you oh excuse me (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) but no like you like when hurricane ida was coming through and you were telling me all your jackson plans and i remember calling you and being like dude is everyone okay like is everyone like you know is everyone good i not you know just alive and well and I was like a little bit stressed out about that. So I was worried about you and like your situation and your family. And then 
I, I also have a couple other friends that now live in uh, New Orleans, and they were dealing with that, so I was worried about them. And my, you know, I, I remember a little bit ago I was talking about my family kind of going through something. Mm-hmm. And my sister is engaged too, as well. Like, it is the fucking season. I swear everyone around me is getting engaged right now. It's awesome. Uh, and I love the guy. Like, he is so good to my sister. He treats her like a queen. And my sister is a little nerd and a little awkward ball of anxiety. <laughs> and I love her to death, but she is just, she is. In the best way, difficult to love, and she found that man that wants to be there for her and do her thing. So, and I'm I'm just yeah. head over heels for this guy. He's so nice, he's so considerate. Um, I love him to death. But there've been now my sister's turning thirty this year. Actually, wow. Um, so they're they're trying to have kids, and so when my family was going through stuff um, a little while ago, I didn't really go in depth, but she's had she's now had two miscarriages. And that's been taking like a big toll on me. Um, and like, I, I know we said I feed off of my family's energy and other people's energy around. And so with my whole family, like upset uh, over something we can't control, things like this, it, it was just like, I was just sitting in my room, breaking down, trying to understand how I could be of help. And I right. was, I'm in Philly, like nine hours away from my family. So I have no idea how to help other than being a supporting, loving brother and son to my parents and my sister and brother. Um, yeah. and it, and, and it's not, they're, they're still very hopeful there. It's just, my sister has some, uh, pre-existing medical conditions that are kind of not helping her in this situation. And and even though, even though through that, like my sister is someone who gets really overwhelmed and really anxiety driven over the smallest little thing. And right. so she called me the other day and was telling me about this. And I don't know. I, I have never seen her like this. She was, she wasn't calm, but she wasn't like overwhelmed. She was just letting me know what happened. And she said, I need time to think about it. And I think I'm going to. Uh, take some time off from everybody and Mm -hmm. do some healthy isolation, do some like things for myself. I need to get out. Maybe her and uh, Steven have been going on vacation and visiting other family and things like that. And, and I, I only, I only contribute to that because my sister is like a very avid listener to our podcast. And so when she was like discussing things and like talking about it, I was like, I remember saying that or like, I remember thinking those thoughts and like now that they're kind of like alluding to you and like you're expressing them in, in your own way, in own fashion. But right. I, I, in a, in a, in such a pit of Holy shit, I feel so bad and I don't know how to help and like all this, but I still am. I still, even if I wasn't in person there for you, I was still there for you in some different way. Right. And now I was, I, that made me grin from ear to ear because I just was over the moon about it. And the fact that my sister respects and loves me enough to like listen to our podcast and take something away from that mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the little one. I'm the, I'm the youngest sibling yeah. of my family. So the, when she was like, Oh, you know, saying the things that I remember regret, like she wasn't regurgitating or anything, but I remember saying those things in her podcast, like healthy isolation and the, and the yeah. topics that we talked about. And I just, 
it just made me be like, oh, you respect what I think and feel. Right. And, and then you're interpreting that in your own life. And that, I don't know, that just spoke volume to me. Cause like, we always talk about actions speak louder than words, at least in my case. And I was, I was just like, whoo. So I was on top of the moon there. And, and then like Kirsten is, uh, I'm seeing this girl named Kirsten pretty heavily now. Like we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we've been, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're not jumping to marriage or anything yet. Like we still getting to know each other. But she's only been loving and encouraging in, like, the past couple months. And, uh, yo, she, yeah, yeah, what's up this, right? Like, last last weekend, she – so for a couple weeks uh, – or a couple weeks ago, I went golfing with uh, – as the bachelor party for my homies getting right. married. He's a very chill guy. He doesn't need much. Um, and he's, he's, like, a good old country boy. Grew up uh, – we both grew up in North Carolina and – he loves golf, and I've never swang. Man, I love a, golfing. I've never swang a golf club in my life, but God golf damn it, boy, boy. <laughs> I do. I was pretty impressive for the very first the time golfing. Yeah, like I, I was very impressed with like what what I was doing on the golf course, and all the guys, oh, and they're they're all a bunch of nice guys, so I understand this. But they were like they were like man. Like, I remember my first time golfing. It did not look like this. Oh, I'm like, terrible. Hey. <laughs> You're <awful>. terrible? <laughs> awful. You want to go do 18 holes, man? Let's do it, boy. I got, you got four <laughs> days? <laughs> no, I got I got time for 18 holes and still play time for golf. <laughs> Hello. Uh, no, but Kirsten, we, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, but so I I came back from that and I was all confident and I was like, oh yeah, I fucking smash golf, whatever. Like that's not a cool sport to be good at, first of all. Like I guess it is, like in a, in a way. Yeah, but man, it, golf's, golf's golf is dope. great. I love watching golf on TV, but yeah, no, no one ever fucking likes it i'm like Dude, come on man it's a fun way to to be heavily invested but not paying attention at the same time exactly it's golf <laughs> you're not gonna miss a play in golf you know yeah like, exactly you can miss a couple plays in football and be like oh what the fuck happened but like nuts <laughs> not in golf but not it wrong. was great so i came back from that and kirsten <laughs> was goofing off and saying how good she was at mini putt-putt mm-hmm or mini golf putt putt um so i challenged her i was like ah, i feel like i mean i'm i'm pretty much tiger woods now um listen here lady i don't have 17 wives but i mean i can uh i <laughs> i can i can swing a golf club pretty well uh he's over there counting he's like uh 15 oh he's, he's <laughs> uh so I was, we were goofing off, and she's not competitive in any means, but for putt putt she is. So mm-hmm. I I looked up a mini golf near Philly. There was a cute little farm that this Amish family owns right outside PA or right outside Philly and PA, and I took her to it. And dude, she beat me by one point, and 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 we both were killing it. Like she got two hole in ones. She like we were I I like I don't know we were going back and forth and we were very like I don't let people win I don't give a shit who you are if you could be mm-hmm. two years old you could be a, a I, oh, my, my grand I'm not gonna <laughs> let you win I don't care <laughs> uh, so she like put her game face on and we were playing putt putt and dude, she is good like I was very impressed and uh because she doesn't brag about a lot and putt putt was the one thing she bragged about so i was like all right like uh, let's go test it 
and she beat me by one stroke. And so I bought the ice cream afterwards. It was very cute. We had uh, a good a good time there. And I, I think the only negative part, and it's not even about Kirsten. It was just the only negative thing that really happened um, over the course of this last month was I was working on this job site. And I wasn't a part of this whole thing, but I was just, uh, I was there doing some groundwork um, and ground and like soil sampling and rock and rock identifications and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. one of the drillers hit a pipeline on this plant. And so they had like a huge release of this arsenic gas on this plant that I was working at. And it wasn't identified until like eight minutes after they had drilled through it right and so they had all their equipment and by eight minutes this gas i mean it's so high pressure in those tubes that when it's if even the smallest release is going to release like millions tons of this gas that's so by the time i started smelling this nasty like just gross smell and i was like what is that like uh and and, you know in your head you don't hear alarms you don't you know the safety protocols of everything so you don't hear anything and i i'm just like oh maybe someone took a shit over there i don't know like it's (laughs) it It just smells bad and i start getting a little woozy and i was like oh man um and then the alarms uh, alarms start sounding off in this plant so everyone on my team is that's the alarm to like evacuate out get out so we're we we get out and I'm still woozy and I have to drive home at this point. So I I get enough of myself together, but on the way home, I'm like nauseous. I'm not feeling myself. It's a Friday afternoon. Uh, I had a good friend named Jake who lives in Memphis coming in. Uh, he was coming here for work and he was texting me. And then I, when I got home, I just passed out. Like I, I, I couldn't be awake anymore. I was just like, Oh, and my chest hurt a lot. I was like, oh, man, this is awful. I fucking Bruh. hate this. And I feel bad. Um, I mean, I you know, in the circumstance, I hope he understands. I texted him and told him I didn't blow him off because we were texting beforehand to be like, oh, I can't wait to see you, like all this stuff. And I just ended up passing out. I went to the, the clinic uh, on Saturday mm-hmm. to make sure I was okay, and I told him what happened. And they, they gave me um, – some of these like oxygen, they like put an oxygen mask and like did some tests there, um, and everything was fine. I wasn't. I had an acute exposure, or uh, it was an acute exposure, but it was like a high volume, so I was. I just right. felt kind of weird all weekend. Um, Damn. Dude. And other than that, I was fine. Like, but I, I blew off a friend of mine that was in town for just a few days, and I mean for good reason. It's not like I was just like, fine. yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, sorry, dude. I was uh, low-key poisoned. What's up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was. that's the only thing, but it was a physical thing. It wasn't really – I know how to take care of myself physically, so I, it really wasn't an issue. I didn't really go right. through any, like, torment. Bruh, but that, that's the only really thing that, that reminds me. That reminds me of just, like, the just the hours and the dangers of working in plants and factories and shit. Mm-hmm. Like – so I worked as a pipe fitter for like two years, uh, two and a half years altogether. That's so hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, but like, I just think, dude, I, I will remember this for the rest of my life where, um, uh, my crew, we got put on like 
12 hour shifts it was like six 12s a week and um no six. no at that point at that point it was seven 12s for like Jesus. three for three straight weeks and so it's literally working every day for 12 hours mm-hmm. and you get a mandatory day off just because osha requires it every two weeks mm-hmm. but my i had this dick ass fucking like uh just they are bruh i had this one oh what was it? like lead foreman first of all his nickname was psycho like <laughs> if you know like plant yeah, christian people, bale over there <laughs> if you have yeah for real like you know everybody gets a nickname and for good reason it's either what you look like or your personality trait mm-hmm. and this guy his name was psycho and he got that nickname because he threw a chain fall through a crane window to you hit a guy like 20 years prior i'm like how is this guy not blackballed from every job anyway for real that's like you get blacklisted for shit like that yeah yeah and so he's my like my my lead foreman like general foreman like you know i got me there's my foreman there's the i guess it was the lead and then psycho up top he was like the 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 foremans of the foremans anyways he's like if you guys take this day off like your ass is getting fired all that blah 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 we're doing this till it's done blah 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 shit farm all fuck god dang but like (laughs) (laughs) that's lit i i swear to god for every experience i've had that's it that's literally it right there and so we're on like three or we're on a month of 712s and we're like two or three weeks into it and i lived like an hour from my work site so my 12 hour shifts were really 14 hours just driving to and mm-hmm. from not to mention an hour or two waking up literally i had no life yeah but like and i worked the night shift too just because it was it wasn't as hot um and so i'm leaving this plant at 5 a.m and i'm the my usual way is closed off due to road construction so i have to go around which adds another like 30 minutes to my drive um and i'm on river road which is notoriously curvy and dangerous and pitch black and like i think that road should be closed from the hours of like sun up and sundown like it Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be open to to drive (laughs) and like bruh i'm driving home you know and there's this i see these pair of headlights in the in my rearview mirror some guy is just i don't know i worked with him because i saw this car in the parking lot all the time Mm -hmm. just weaving in between the lanes like going like 80 miles an hour like on this curvy ass stretch of road i'm like oh my god this go this guy's gonna crash this guy's gonna go nuts like and so i pull over just to let him pass just to i don't want to be anywhere near him yeah naturally like 10 minutes later i i'm driving down the road and i see his car like completely smashed in on side the road and so i call the you know i call 911 i'm like hey like there's some guy like there's really bad accident there's already a few cars there um checking it out and the guy died man like like i heard about it like two days later it's like oh jeff you know he's i don't know if he was drunk you know, I don't know if it was just exhaustion or whatever, but it was so insane, and I will never, ever forget that, like, as long as I live. Like, it's just, I really don't have the best memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I remember very obscure, stupid shit, 
Like Allison tells me all the time, like, how do you remember every single commercial that played on Cartoon Network from the years 2003 to 2008? I'm like, yes. I don't know, but I do. Like, <laughs> I can recite the entire, like. <laughs> yeah, I was a jingle kid, so I, I uh, 100% knew every jingle God, on television. <laughs> like, the Ultimate Love Songs collection, I could sing every song that plays on that commercial. Like, <laughs> It's just weird, stupid shit, and I'm really not trying to make this funny, but like, <laughs> no, but no, no, this no. guy, like, I, I, I'm never like, I remember every single detail. Like, I remember him driving this, you know, Camaro, this red mm-hmm. Camaro. I remember him being kind of a jerk at work, but, and I like, it's just it sucked. It really sucked because I'm like, damn, like, I'm not going to see this person ever again. Even though mm-hmm. I would only really see him in passing in the parking lot because we parked pretty near to, near each other. But it's just wild, dude. It's that insane. Is, yeah, parking jobs conditions are... get insane. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I know for a fact I was not qualified for the job that I had <laughs> when I first started. <laughs> How there aren't more plant explosions because it's everyone hiring their nephews that are like... <laughs> <laughs> they're like still in middle school it's like oh yeah he's you know he's short for his age he's 32 he's been doing this for 11 years like this kid skipped algebra to be at this job yeah like <laughs> that's how plant jobs work because i'm i'm always a contractor on site like i'm, I'm never there working as an employee of the plant i'm always there to kind of do mm-hmm. outside contractor work on yep. the plant so when these things happen i don't I don't know the ins and outs of all these different uh, things that are going on. So when this gas release happened, I I started smelling it. And I, I did, like, go, hey, guys, like, what is that? Like, you know, I asked my team, and everyone was like, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Like, it started smelling like rotten eggs, a little bit like sulfur, yeah. probably. Or I don't know exactly what it was. I was never uh, told exactly what it was. But I know sulfur kind of smells like rotten eggs a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of bad. Um, should we – you know, I and we even – we have stop work authority, which I think is a very, I think it's a big thing across the board. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, we kind of took a break and we were like, what is that? We need to find out what it is. No one was saying anything. So like three minutes later or four, five minutes later, we were like, all right, let's just get back to work. Maybe it's just something in the wind that's blowing, you know, it's whatever. Right. And then the alarm started sounding and we were pretty, we were like near the exit pretty quickly like we we hopped in our shit and like left and it was it was not a big problem but i know there's guys like you like there was there's people like in places of this plant and where it's gonna take them 20 minutes to get out like it's not yeah. it's not just yeah. like hey like the exit's over there like leave so like some no, of these guys crawl through all these like exactly yeah. so i know these guys that are in this confined space and uh like top of uh these structures that are out there it's like you know it's a big deal for those guys and i i've kind of felt bad because i was lucky enough to be kind of on the ground and near the exit so i got out pretty quickly and it's just there was no explosion there was no nothing like that but it was yeah it just it got to me where i was like man this job is dangerous like it's like one of those things that it's the first time it's ever happened and i and th- I guess this is like the coolest thing that came out of this is in times of crisis, it hasn't really happened a lot in my life where you don't realize how you're going to react to an extreme situation until you're in it. Mm-hmm. And this situation, I started smelling the gas. I was very aware. I was, I was like, all right, guys, we need to take a break. We need to do this. And I had a coworker 
um, with me, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I can smell it. Like, maybe we should kind of ask questions. Um, and then this alarm starts going off. And it's that, you know, it's the alarm. Like, there's tons of different types of alarms at these places. So a lot of them you don't, you can kind of disregard. Mm-hmm. It's sp- for specific things. Uh, this one is the mustard one. Like, everyone get the fuck out. Sounds like yeah. like the apocalypse is coming. Um, and... I don't know. I just I I really reacted in such a different way than I ever thought I would. I was very calm, very cool, collected. I was like, all right, let's get this stuff in the car. We threw it in there in like twenty seconds, closed the door, and we were out. And my coworker was kind of freaking out a little bit. He was I don't know, I don't know what's going on, and I was like, hey, calm down. Like the worst yeah. thing we can do is freak out. Like do not add that anxiety to the people that are actually involved and like actually getting sick from this stuff. Like don't do that to people. Uh, and he, I don't know, he's an anxiety driven guy. So it was, I don't know. It just got, it just, I don't know. I was, it, 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 it's a dumb thing to reference in this case, but there's a line in the office where when Pam and Michael are doing Michael's Scott paper company and she mm-hmm. says, when one person's freaking out, it's like a lot easier for one person to stay calm. And that's exactly what was happening in my situation. Yeah. Like my coworker was kind of freaking out like, well, we're, we're you know, we're not going to be able to finish our job. We're not going to be able to do this. And that was like, why do you even care about that right now? Like we're, we're yeah. talking about human lives at stake and people getting sick. And like, I'm feeling bad because, and like, and, and I, I think I got the worst of it um, just because I, I was the first one to smell it. And I was the first one to kind of react to it. And I don't know if right. I, that means I was close. I was probably like, 15 20 yards away from the initial uh like from my coworkers at the time so i don't know if i was like upwind from them or anything but i just came back right. and was like hey guys we need to figure this out and then we heard the alarm i just said i don't know i was like kind of really that's like a really proud moment in that was like yeah fuck yeah i made it like yeah i was the one to keep the cool keep the co- like collection of emotions and that's not going to happen in every case i know but i i don't know i just i was really proud of myself looking back on it being like cool like i handled that in the way where i saved my team members from getting even more sick i saved myself i you know we did the right thing we did what we were taught how to do this i was like i don't know it was just like a little pat on the back to being like like, yeah man like good job i and so that's why i'm saying i really like my job is because i do like i don't like being exposed to all like chemicals and things like that but when bad shit happens it's exciting like it just right. is yeah. and it doesn't matter what if it's good or bad i just had adrenaline going through my system at this moment being like oh shit like we got to get out of here and on the ground and if you looked at it from like if it was filmed it wouldn't be exciting like it it, it was very routine like hey put, put pack the car it wasn't like everyone was yeah. screaming and running around um but i i don't know it's just I got back and I was like, man, that was exciting. Like that, I don't, you don't get to like have that kind of thrill in your everyday life. So like all with everyone getting married and everyone getting their things getting around, I was like, oh, like, let me add some spice to my own life, you know, whether it's bad or not. It's like, fuck yeah, let's get around to it. (laughs) You're not wrong, man. Like (laughs) I've got some, some pretty nuts stories of working in plants. Like my first job, this will be like my last little little story, but my first job, uh, <laughs> I think I was working there for two months, and I got put on away from my normal crew to this little there, this really small crew. We were installing like this really long like it's like ninety foot 
piece of pipe, but it was only one inch pipe. So it was just easy to just kind of, you know, manhandle it. And they mm-hmm. only needed a couple of people. It was me. It was this pretty heavy set guy, like Randy or some shit. <laughs> he was up. Like he was. So first of all, I was 40 feet in the air mm-hmm. and I had to balance on this strip of like steel that was this wide. <laughs> like what like eight inches to well a foot less than a foot like, like eight inches and i'm wearing these big ass boots <laughs> like <laughs> i swear to god i thought you picked up one of your cats <laughs> i was standing on this thing and then like <laughs> go over there but like <laughs> and so i have to stand sideways while i pull this way because i don't have enough room to pull down like yeah and this guy, like, I have this rope in hand. I'm the highest person. I have to bring it up, pull it up all by hand. And um, Randy, you know, he's 10 feet down from me. He's on a platform. Like, he's good. He's got room. And he's supposed to be, like, my support. He's got the other end of the rope. In case I accidentally slip, he's got the slack. And so <laughs> I'm up there. I'm pulling this pipe up. One, two, Dickory do. I don't know. Well, you know. <laughs> what did Dickory do? Hercules. Hercules. Like, I'm yep, going yep. for it. And like, bruh, I'm not even lying. Like, I kind of slip. Like, my hand slips. And Randy doesn't, he wasn't holding all the slack. And so there was like 10 foot of just slacked wire. So I'm like trying to grip it. And then it just stops. And I almost fall. Like, Obviously, you know, I've got a harness on. I'm, like, strapped into everything. But I'm mm-hmm. 40 feet in the freaking air. Yeah, I'm standing yeah. on an 8-inch piece of steel. And, like, I catch this pipe. And I'm, like, fold like that. And I'm, like, oh. Like, you know, just shivering in my boots. Like, yep. like dude, one of the scariest moments of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it just shoots up your spine. You're just, I like, like I was, like, Randy, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and he's like, my bad, bro. Uh, so I was like, what the, what the hell's going on? I am 18. Like, I'm 18. <laughs> I'm too young to die. I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always exciting stuff. It's always exciting yeah. stuff. It's, 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 it's like stupid. bad in the moment, and it's stupid. But it's like, dumb. It's, but you get but, a few good stories out of it. Yeah. Higher, and, the, and I hate that our industry works, or this industry works in this way, where it's higher the risk, higher the reward mm-hmm. kind of situation. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel really good and bad about that because, you know, higher the risk, you're getting paid and compensated more. You get it's paid, which money. is nice. And I, you know, anytime I'm on these plant sites and things like that my i do get a little you know my pay raise goes up to be on these sites and things like that but it's you know it's things like that where you're risking exposure and you're risking all your like different things that are going on to be there just plummets so (laughs) and it's and it's so funny because they preach hands and foot or you know like out the wazoo of hey we want to get you to your family tonight we don't want anything happening we don't and it's yeah they probably think that but i it's no, not how don't. it That's no they, they don't like say. it's like in reality no they don't they want the job done they want That's this they thing want. so i just and my my last little tangent i was like being in west virginia i i i don't think i have i think it comes out in spurts of 
like having a country twang, especially here in Philly, I, I notice like little words that I say and people point them out and <laughs> I'm not, I'm not backwoods, North Carolina or anything, but when we were in West Virginia, it came out, dude. We had <laughs> several people coming up to us, like when we were working that were also working on this site and they were just like, how y'all done? And for, I mean, just not even thinking about how it, I was like, man. I was like, man, I'm doing all right. Like, and <laughs> I swear to God, I was, and my coworker, he's, he's, uh, he's a, he's a great guy, but he's born and raised in Philly. So he does, he has some very weird stereotypes that he was taught or like learned throughout his years. But I mean, everyone was nice as fuck. Like everyone was like, how y'all doing? Y'all want some lemonade? Y'all want, you know, like you want some biscuits? Like <laughs> we got some sweet tea. Exactly. Like, and this like... guy, this guy came over and was uh, just talking to us for a little bit. We were wrapping up, so I was like, hey, man, is there anywhere good to eat for dinner tonight? And, you know, I was like, we got some time. Let's go get a – we want a beer. We want some good We want some good food. And he's like, oh, Tudor's Biscuit World is right down the road. Biscuit World. Like, yes. You, you got to go get some biscuits. And then I swear I clicked in and was like, biscuits? You mean they got gravy? Like, oh my god! Like, you best believe I'm gonna go get a beer and a biscuit. And, and, and Jake literally, like, my coworker Jake, he literally looks at me. He's like, "What the fuck just happened?" I was like, "I have no idea what. I don't know why that came out like that." But I just that's me. Sorry, but Bruh, I love that. I love that. Completely unrelated. I love any store that is name of their product world. <laughs> <laughs> Glove world, Tudor's Glove biscuit world, world. Bro, biscuit world. There's a battery world next door, like you know, a few blocks away. I grew up next to the children's world, like yeah, awesome. in Lexington. There's Scrub World. In, there's Scrub uh, World. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's like an emporium for whatever Bro, it is. Welcome to Washer World. Like I'm like, dude, this is great. Like it's I, great. But yeah, it was Battery it was a world. good experience, and it was the first time I had sweet tea in probably a year, and I forgot how awesome sweet tea is. Sweet tea and, is pretty good. And I'll click in. Oh my gosh, sweet tea is the water. I'd rather drink sweet tea than water. Like <laughs> I swear, I love I love sweet tea, man. It is. <laughs> You have to sweeten your own tea, and you forget how much sugar is in sweet tea, because when you sweeten it yourself, like, you put a couple packets in there, and you're like, man, this is still unsweet, and you're like, oh, yeah, because I gotta have a cup of sugar for one cup of sweet tea. (laughs) Dude, do y'all have Popeyes in Philly? Yeah, yeah, we got a Popeyes. Get yourself some Popeyes sweet tea. You know, it's 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 so funny you say that. It's literal sugar. Like, it is, it's got 12 E's in the sweet, like. <laughs> and rightfully, sw- rightfully so, bro. It's like Yo, but it's it's Jeez. weird because even southern restaurants like McDonald's and I mean that's not a southern restaurant, but you know what I mean. Like the, the, <laughs> Welcome to you our know finest that, southern cuisine, <laughs> McDonald's. You know that comfort food, McDonald's, uh, <laughs> McDonald's and like Popeyes and things. They don't have the sweet. They don't have sweet tea. Like even though it's a. Uh, Things where you it's you can go and place, it's, yeah yeah you're just like oh you would expect it but yeah they don't have them they don't have it just Dang, like, so I've been I'm not worried about it because I don't need that much sugar in my life but it is nice to be get nice back to, to have every once in a while be nice to be getting back to my roots you know <laughs> oh my god dollar McDonald's sweet tea I drink that. <laughs> 
super hot fire. Shut the fuck up. I spit that. Shut the fuck up right now. Two and a half men. I watched that. Oh! Oh my god. Oh man. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Almost Cool. It's so great to be back. This was so much fun. Um, I haven't had like ah man it's just so it's nice been good. yeah i know it's been a topic list episode but we're just this is the kickoff for yeah, season two we're, the... we're back on it this is just the way to get our minds back in the mindset of uh getting you know talk, ah, it's <laughs> talking great, man. about it's just a our, nice catch-up it's it just... is a nice catch-up hope everyone uh i will say from what we've been uh experiencing from the past month uh it's all you know even though we haven't been doing this it's been just amazing from the feedback that we've been getting from not doing it um i've had a couple of friends reach out and be like hey when, when is this new episode coming um, out what's happening what's we happening need more juicy this? topics like, <laughs> we need more juicy topics and i'm Our like topics hey, are we're, dry. we're coming back it's just um i know i released the little hurricane relief and uh to like kind of let everyone a little bit of know why we're doing yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, that was really sweet, but... man. That was really nice. <laughs> no, I just I really I really didn't want to leave it on the biggest like just pause. Yeah. Like just pause, like, you know what yeah. I mean? I wanted to keep people updated cuz we do get messages and we people do really care about this and I really care about them, so I really wanted to make sure we're mm-hmm. we're all on the same page, but yeah, we're back at it. It's going to be back, man. It's really good to be back. It's really good. Back. I wanted to do an episode like the week that I got back home, but I didn't have internet for like a week and a half, so that really sucked. You didn't have power, internet, like a whole shit nothing. was a yeah. It was a fucking, literally living caveman style. I got shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you can follow us on the gram, uh, almost cool pot, at creation underscore Martin. Um, yeah, I think I got that right. Creation underscore mm-hmm. creation of underscore Martin. Creation creation underscore of score Martin. of Martin. That's yep, it. You're right. It's been a month since I said it. Um, <laughs> at Jordan Hooter underscore. Um, let's see. Let's see. The email is almost cool pot at gmail.com. If you have any just comments, want to talk, want to share some light on something have any topics that you want us to discuss possibly that'd be great um please oh please follow us on or subscribe to anywhere you listen to your podcast um i don't know did we mention it but we're like ranked 42nd in comedy in korea which is weird yeah we we but, bumped uh i don't know if a, a, oh, a yeah, clip they, or something went viral in korea so we are ne- we got bumped up to the 42nd we're in the top 50 of top podcasts for comedy in korea so <laughs> like let's go baby hell like, yeah baby i need to get into k-pop baby this would be great <laughs> oh man but yeah other than that man i think uh i think we're all set i think we're all good yeah yeah we'll be uh yeah this is the first start of very many um we're back up on it and we're gonna be back next week for more juicy topics topics. (laughs) (laughs) that was so bad all right love you guys (laughs) thank you